Hello, I'm Eric Chabro of Information Security Media Group, and I'm at the Info Security Europe Conference, and I'm joined by Joe Goldberg, Security Evangelist, and Haiyan Song, Vice President of Security Markets for Splunk. Welcome. Thank you. Thanks, Eric. Great to be here. First off, tell us about Splunk. Splunk is a big data company, and we make machine data accessible and valuable for our customers. Particularly in the space I'm responsible for is taking advantage of all the machine data and to help customers get visibility of uh, their situation, awareness for security to manage their risk better. Why can't you separate technology from security these days? First of all, the evolution of security, like cloud computing, mobile computing, and BYOD, has brought a brand new challenge to security. Uh, it makes the borderless enterprise a real reality, and so now you need to think about protecting your enterprise in a very different way. So that's the reason, one of the reasons. The second reason is actually try to do security in a very effective way. The best way is to be able to bring the human expertise about security, about forensics, about fraud detection, and fuse that with the technology capabilities like big data, like security analytics. It, the machine itself won't help you to do effectively. The human by itself won't be able to do fast enough. So to do security really well, you need to bring technology with the human expertise together. What we say at Splunk is that all data is security relevant. So what that means is in the old days, the old way of thinking was, I only need to look at my security data to find advanced threats. You know, my firewalls, my antivirus, my IDS. But we all know the way advanced threats work today, your quote APTs, whether they're nation states or cyber criminals, they evade detection from traditional point security products. They'll get right around them because they're not signature based. So companies are now realizing we need to index all of our machine data, not just the security data, the non-security data, which could be the logs from our databases, our email servers, our web logs, you know, DNS. That's where the fingerprints are of our advanced threats. Security has become an entire sort of technology problem. You got to bring in all your logs from everything in your IT infrastructure because that's how the adversaries are getting into high ends point. It's you know everything in your IT infrastructure is surface area that the adversaries can attack. So you got to look at it holistically. When you look at organizations or your customer, where do you see the chief information security officer in that? And do you see that being elevated? Some organizations, there's a very few, but Booz Allen for one, has actually has a CISO higher than the CIO because you can't function without security. Security has become a board level agenda for at least a couple of years by now. Partly because all the high profile breaches that you see and the impact people understand it has on the company's reputation and on their bottom line, the board is taking serious look at what is our risk management strategy and plan and they want to elevate the level so everybody in the company understand how important that is. It's, it's, it's above the CISO level, it's above the CIO level, it's the board of directors really get involved. They, they, read, they read the USA Today, they read the Wall Street Journal, they do not want to see their company right on, on, on the front page. We, you read about the recent breaches of, of the large US retailers and the costs are starting to emerge from those breaches. It's billions of dollars what it's costing them, partially in losing customers, right? Your brand, your brand's being hurt, reputation's being hurt. No board wants to be on the headlines, so they're putting a lot of emphasis on security and elevating the uh, the power of the CISO. Another trend I'm hearing here, speaking to you and others, is the importance of speed. 
like they're not claiming we could do everything, but we could help you get there faster. Yeah. Discuss about the importance of speed. If you look at the latest report uh, from some of the security practice vendors, they say it takes average about 229 days to detect a breach. That's a little better than last year. It was 243 days. It's still way over than half a year. As an industry, we still have ways to go. And can you imagine the amount of damage people could have done in that amount of time? The speed to detect the being breached is very important. And the speed to understand what got compromised is even more important. And that's where the whole big data comes to play. You need a lot of data to make those decisions. And you need the speed to process all of the data accurately to make the right decision. So speed comes to play for detection, for understanding what happened, the root cause, and to figure out which part of the system. If you look at some of the stats, they said each breach impact at least average out 40 systems. So the speed to find out what happened to each, every one of them and do mediation is really important. Splunk takes the process, all data is important, it's security relevant, it's because you really need to have the overall holistic view of what's happening in your system. To the point of speed, some organizations we talk to, they understand that the weakest link in the security chain really is the human, human employee, right? That's the weak link. You can't stop them from taking their laptop home or going to Starbucks, you know, opening suspicious emails, click on bad links. They're going to get compromised and they're going to bring their laptop in the organization. So some companies have realized we're just going to get compromised. It's just a matter of fact. So if we're going to get compromised, at least we need to be able to respond fast, understand we got compromised, understand the scope, the extent, and stop it immediately. So you need you know, security analytics tools to very quickly see that you've been compromised, then you can take steps to contain and uh, eradicate the threat. Big topic these days is fraud. How does big data help detect fraud? Sure. In a nutshell, the patterns of fraud are going to be in machine data. Maybe the patterns of fraud are to be detected by our authentication systems, by our web proxies, by our billing systems. Uh, they're all there. They're in, they're in your machine data. So if you can do correlations across your machine data that has the patterns of fraud, you can identify it. You'll be able to identify fraud so you can take actions to remediate it fast. So one just quick example of that is let's say for a website, an, an e-commerce website, a pattern of fraud might be one IP address logging into many different user accounts. That's essentially just a fraudster who's compromised many user accounts and he's logging into all of them from his one machine. So if you can see that sort of anomalous, suspicious behavior that's not normal, that could be that could be your adversary. In that case, you can block that bad external IP and notify all the users in question your account's been compromised. So that's one example of how the patterns of fraud can be in machine data. Fraud nowadays, uh, it's also as we in the industry continues to advance our technology, I think the fraudsters and the hackers and the adversaries in, in general are actually advancing their technology and cooperation a lot faster than us. What we're trying to do is to give the power of forensics and analytics to people. So I think people learn faster than machines to a certain extent. So our vision is really give you that flexibility, that dynamic way to interact with the system so you can answer a lot of the questions by leveraging the data that you've collected from all different places. And we believe that's really the direction that the industry needs to go. 
is not just pure technologies, needs to be technology and human intelligence fused together to thrust into action to prevent the more advanced and no threats that uh, people are dealing with. So, and, and one other thing, just to sort of elaborate in terms of fraud, is industry research shows that the average large organization has about at least five different fraud detection tools in place. Okay, some have more. Some may have seven to ten fraud detection tools, and they all look at different parts of sort of the fraud chain, if you will. One maybe looks at the front end on the website, looks at suspicious activity of people hitting the website. One's on the back end, maybe looking at credit cards being processed. But they're all very siloed. They don't have an end-to-end -end view of fraud. And with big data tools, you take the events from all these, you know, five to ten fraud point product, and we can be sort of that glue to correlate it all together, tie it all together, and look at fraud sort of end-to-end -end from, you know, when, when they first hit the website to when they tried to use a credit card on the back end. So we sort of give you this holistic consolidate a view of fraud and also let you report on it too at a high level so you can show your board of directors, your CEO, here's a high level view of fraud. In other words, it's not siloed, we're bringing it all together. Okay, so that's fraud. A second sort of sort of thing I like to also stress is that to find the advanced threats, there's there's they're very difficult to find them, right? They're compromising companies left and right. But one thing, one weakness of advanced threats that you can exploit is the fact that what they do is abnormal. It's not like an average employee, the things they do. So if you can detect these anomalies and outliers, you have a chance of spotting the advanced threats. And with big data tools, what we can do is we can take in terabytes worth of data, we can baseline what's normal, and then in an automatic manner tell you what's standard deviations off the norm, which things that might be an advanced threat, right? The rarely seen processes, the rarely seen services, the rarely seen actions. So we at least give you a fighting chance of using stats and math and big data to find advanced threat. I just wanted to add one more uh, point on how important machine data is for security. The latest research basically indicated with the breaches that we have seen so far, 80% of the evidence and the details is actually available in the logs. So if you have done a good job collecting and retain and have the ability to analyze logs, you'll be way ahead of the others in terms of detecting that and understand what happened. Thank you, Joe. Thank you, Haiyan. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, Eric. That's Joe Goldberg and Haiyan Song of Splunk. At Info Security Europe, I'm Eric Trabro of Information Security Media Group. Thanks for listening.